Yo, 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 yo. What is up? It is your host, Sean Kantrowitz. You are listening to The Questions Hip Hop Trivia Podcast on Stony Island Audio. Hope everybody's doing well. We are continuing to dig through our archive of amazing classic episodes of the show as I currently put the finishing touches on a very exciting development in the world of the questions that I am going to announce very soon. But until then, we have a very rich back catalog and none of them have been heard in podcast format. A lot of these, you had to be watching the Instagram live, which is how a lot of these earlier episodes were originally recorded. And that was the case for the one that we are revisiting today. It is an episode with none other than Amir Questlove Thompson of the legendary Roots crew. He is the host of the Questlove Supreme podcast. He's the director of the Academy Award-winning documentary Summer of Soul. And he was our 50th episode back on July 16th, 2020. It was kind of funny because we were sort of still in this world of pivoting to an online format and getting guests in. And I remember sort of saying, wouldn't it be cool if we got Questlove? And wouldn't it be cool if we got him for the, let's say 50th episode? This was maybe when we were 20 something in and it actually happened that way. It was great to have him on the show. He's honestly, you know, the person that I think of when I think of the core demographic for the questions. And there were a lot of great anecdotes in this. He alludes to a battle that we were supposed to do for episode 100, which was going to be him versus Mad Skills, who Skills was our guest in the first episode of our live stream series that started as a result of the COVID-19 quarantine and pandemic. That did not happen. We were scheduled to do it, and a few logistical things happened. Everybody is still down to do it. But revisiting this episode makes me think, man, we really do need to get skills and quest love head-to-head, duking it out. So maybe by releasing this archival episode, this will sort of help manifest it. Anyway, we're going to get right into it. Shout out to everybody who's been listening to the podcast, sharing it with others subscribing, leaving a review, a comment. Keep doing that. We love it. It's great. Without further ado, this was at the time episode 50 of the Questions Hip Hop Trivia with Quest Love. Who did it first? Who did it best? Who did it worst? That's the question. Who rapping there? That remix and what happened when? And if you ain't know what needs, then my guy's knowing what you need. Some answers to the questions. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. You are our fiftieth guest. We've been doing this since the quarantine basically started. Actually, a little tidbit, the first time we ever did this show a year and a half ago in uh, LA, Peanut Butter Wolf came to the show and he played the whole game. And he, at the end of the game, he showed us, there was a group chat called like Rap Nerds or something or- Yeah, right now we are called, our, our current title is, is Ask Vaughn. As in Bismarcky's uh, cousin DJ Von Lee, <laughs> um, but lately, and this this also explains the inside joke of why DJ Premier was wearing a Dion Warwick sweater for no reason at all <laughs> during his versus battle. Yeah. Uh, so if Bismarcky was our, if Biz was our um, our mascot for last year. Um, Dion Warwick is now our mascot for this year, but we're still Ask Vaughn. It's it's basically a chat room. I think we can only hold 27 people in that room. Okay. So, I mean, if we can have more, we we can. Um, and, of course, all of us have to have iPhones. Um, no green is, text. 
Yeah, which is why, like, uh, Diamond D and Biz aren't a part of this crew because they um, they they insist on on that green that green clout. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it, yeah, I can't respect nobody that. <laughs> I hate when I text somebody and it's the green clout. So basically, it's um. I think initially I put I put that group together so that I can give them all free break beats. Mm. And so it's it's every it's everyone. It, it's Pete Rock, Premier, um, DJ Harrison, J. Cole, um, Paul Barman, Wow, wow. Just Blaze, uh, um, the Alchemist, um, just a bunch of people. Well, he is everybody. He came, oh, Peanut Butter, yeah. Wolf, uh, yeah. Jeremy Ellis, uh, Just Blaze. Uh, yeah, we aforementioned Just Blaze, um, yeah. Stro Elliott, um, Pasta News. It, it's literally just you know, uh, 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 Clark Kent, mm. uh, Ninth Wonder. It's literally every every uh, Black Milk, like all all the all the all the production greats from all walks of life, different ages and whatnot. Um, Kenny Dope. Yeah, it's basically. Um, I'll say, like, in the beginning, you know, it was about, like, here, guys, here's your break beat of the day. Like, I was giving them, like, two, two uh, break beats a day. But then um, slowly we learned that DJ Premier has uh, – he, he has another life as the black Jim Henson. <laughs> as in plays with puppets or – No, he's like just – he has another premier has uh if he wanted to be a, a sort of like the leader of a new marionette hip hop marionette club i'd i'd be i'm seriously trying to get him a job on sesame street one of my 19 jobs was working on sesame street um because yeah. when i w did the hamilton record one of the producers of hamilton also does all the music for sesame street and so, unpaid bill yeah I'm paid, oh my fault i'm paid bill from qls so yep. um yeah, premiered right now, like Alchemist, like everyone in that chat room does everything else excellent, but talk shop about beat making. So, you know, Alchemist is, is a sticker audio, uh, artist and premiere is, it's, it's like the Illuminati for hip hop producers, but it's- Well, yeah, so when we did our first show, uh, Wolf was there and he was sending people in an early iteration screenshots of our live event and he was showing us that Just Blaze and you and Premier were all like, what is this? Like, I, I, this was like almost two years ago. So all yeah. that is to say, we're glad to have you here. I feel like we're going to go into a lot of tangents. So oh, we are, uh, you know me, rabbit hole central. We, this is, we love the rabbit hole. We are proud supporters of the rabbit hole. So we're going to get into our first round of Questlove. The first round of hip hop trivia here is called The Choice Is Yours. This is general, multiple choice. We cover all eras. Uh, we're going right in. Can I start with the rabbit hole? Yes. Right here? Uh, sure. A very, a very well-respected figure in jazz told me that that loop makes him very sad. Yeah. Because that, that loop is Ron Carter, and that's on a McCoy Tyner record. Yeah. And I didn't know that in the jazz world, uh, Ron Carter's solo skills are not respected at all no it's like literally every jazz head is like ron carter is the worst soloist in the history of jazz <laughs> and like i don't know like imagine like someone in our world who has like horrible drums i mean i don't mind saying that like kanye has terrible drums yes kanye let's talk about it drums. right drums. so when i got around some jazz heads that like really know their shit um, I I was flabbergasted at the amount of shit talking and laughing and dissecting of how terrible. Like Ron Carter's never taken a bass solo in jazz music because everyone hates the soloing. <laughs> they say maybe that's why he flocked to the hip hop crowd because he was he wasn't getting any love with the jazz heads. And he so was that's like, the, hey guys, I, I play an instrument. You know, everybody they're, was like, yeah, they're, they're shocked that such a horrible soloist actually has like some love in in hip hop. Because they were like, why'd you pick him? He has the worst tone ever. So You never thought that hip-hop would take you this far. Exactly. Um, all right, we're, we're going to get into our first question, Questlove. Which of these artists never appeared as a musical guest on Chappelle's show? Was it Outkast, 
Buster Rhymes, DMX, or Slum Village? Okay. Um, slight note. The reason why I got the gig on The Tonight Show was because I was the music guy for The Chappelle Show. So I know for a fact... Yeah, I know for a fact that I, I brokered I brokered that outcast deal uh, because they wanted to clear a song. And in order to clear a song, Big Boy was like, you got to put me in the sketch. So that's how Big Boy got on the show. Mm. Um, that DMX performance that he did was actually a two-hour performance. We just cut a good four-minute portion, but he performed this entire catalog. And I was there when Slum Village did disco. So I will say that Boss up Boss uh, did not appear on the Chappelle show. Well, now I'm confused because our research had indicated that Outcast as a group had not appeared on. Oh. Wait, time out. Time all right, out. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, big. All right, Big Boy did his song from Speaker Box. I, I personally called. <laughs> I remember the sketch that Big Boy was in when he hung up on Dave, that, that Oprah. Yeah, yep. Right. I had to call Big Boy to tell him, like, yo, tell your lawyers to back off so we can use, in order to use the way you move, in order to use the way you move on um, that mad real world thing where, uh, yeah. right, to clear that, I had to call Outcast, and Big Boy was like, all right, I'll do it, but y'all got to write me in a sketch. Ah. And, and also let him perform his song. So technically... All right, this is this is a rocky start, but I we, we will allow it on the technicality. Let it go. We're gonna let it go. We're, we're moving Shut on. Up. Yo, can I block skills off this joint? <laughs> skills was our first guest. Skills was our first. This is the Alpha and the Omega here. Not that this is our last show, but I mean, we we okay. Yo, technically, as a group, Outcast was not on the Chappelle show, but okay, I consider right. the fact that all but Andre three thousand came on to do that song, which I can't even name. One of them was from Speaker Box. Get out of here. I believe that they did the rooster from Speaker Box as the musical yes. performance. But time um, out. What did Buster do? Because I don't remember a Buster Rhymes performance. Uh, you're putting me on the spot here. I don't have that pulled up. I want to say that he did... Um, Steve Wonder, look, look this up if, if you're in there. Uh, damn, I don't, I don't know the answer off top, but I do recall that he was in there. That he was one of the musical performances. All right. And well, you know what? I will take this L. Outcast as a group was not a musical guest on Chappelle's show, even though I brokered that appearance and Big Boy <laughs> performed a song that was on the Love Below speaker box. But I'll, I'll take it zero and one. I'll take All it. All right. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna move on from this. I was gonna ask you Chappelle questions, but I think it's best if we just you know keep it moving at this point. I don't want to don't want to dwell. I know you've you've talked a lot about your time on the farm recently uh, in, in the the fantasy land of Ohio. So we'll move on to our second question. Okay. On Mob Deep's classic "Drink Away the Pain," Q-Tip breaks the alcohol-themed motif of the song with a verse dedicated to what? Was it Fife Dog? Food? Clothing brands or Miles Davis? What did Q-Tip rap about on "Drink Away the Pain"? You know what? I think I think it was clothing brands. And what's weird is that I think when he made the Levi's reference, I think he meant to say Levi's Strauss, but he said Levi's had his stubs. <laughs> which I know that's a member of the Four Tops, and I was always confused. I remember asking Tip about the Levi Stubbs line, so I think it's clothing brands. Clothing brands is correct. Do you, did you ever ask him why he did that? <laughs> like it was such a, it was such it a, was a You know, that's that's like that's that's the second tier level of MCN. I'm gonna pick. You know, started like I think didn't Milky cereal wasn't that the first time that we heard one person just rhyme about products <laughs> like Milky cereal by LL. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, maybe I uh, saw so somebody just said Buster performed "Make It Clap" on the Chappelle show. 
All right. Oh, wait, Levi had his studs. That's what Diallo from uh, from Sherman Showcase and uh, and 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 the uh, about to say the shy Southside says that <laughs> Levi's had his studs. All right, that uh, makes, that that makes more sense. Perfect. Shout out to Diallo. I believe I believe Diallo's going to be on the show soon. Okay. All right. Uh, next question. We're doing good. Philadelphian group Crowd Ruler single "Kick the Ball" was produced by a member of this group. Was it Public Enemy, Stesasonic, Ultramagnetic MCs, or Boogie Down Productions? World Famous Kick the Ball, I believe, was assisted somehow, someway by said G of Ultramagnetic MCs. And I only know <laughs> that Philly connection, uh, only Philadelphians will know about Marty Graham, which is sort of like our, our budget version of uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, of which said G had to be a star witness. So, oh. yeah, I'm full of rabbit hole trivia. I believe it was said G, Ultramatic MCs. Just for you, it's the Ultramatic MCs, is correct. And then you guys uh, later released, basically interpolated or sampled the same beat for the Silent Treatment 87 remix. <laughs> Side note trivia, the, the model cover of that Silent Treatment 12-inch is Santi Gold. Woo! If you know, you know. Um, what, uh, coming up in Philly, were Crown Rulers like a huge, like, deal back then? Hell yes. Kick the ball. I mean, kick the ball was everything. Um, even, you know, I mean, Tariq referred to a lot of that verse in ain't saying nothing new on things fall apart, but right. Um, yeah, no doubt. Kick, kick the ball was like that. That was everything. So, all right, we're going to move on to our final question in this round. Slum village recorded a version of their song fall in love remix for a Christmas commercial by this brand. Was it Mecca, Carl Kanai, Lugs or Belly Belly? Oh, you know we had to pull. You know we had to go deep for you, man. What? Listen, they, they, wait. There is a audio. There's like a Saint Ives like commercial. You are going to hear it as soon as you give the answer. I have it queued up, ready to play. Yo, y'all <laughs> might get me on this joint. Oh, damn! All right, so some of those recorded. A version of Fall in Love remix. All right, so the remix, the, the Alice Cooper joint. Um, it was definitely not, I don't think it was Carl Kanai. I can't see them doing lugs. You can use the chat, too. There's a lot of people from Detroit in the chat. There, we, there's two schools of thought with the chat. We've had guests who refuse to look and others who feel like, you know, we're all a big team here. So no, I'm letting you know. Man, I got too much pride for that shit. Uh, <laughs> man, all right. I don't, I'll say Pelly Pelly because that was sort of like a jacket. Uh, yeah, that had some life in 98. I'm guessing. Pelly Pelly, D. All right. All right I'm going to play you the answer now. Here we go. Looking for the perfect gift for the relatives. Get your large, y'all. For the 25th. Wrap them up with the slum CD. Put it right Get under your the lugs. Christmas lugs was the campaign. Lugs. Listen. I'm so glad I didn't hear that, Julian. <laughs> well, I'm going to send it to you when this is done so you can have it. I feel like as a slum completist, you should have it. You're not sending me the lugs, right? You're just sending me the song? I would never send you my lugs. I, those are my prized possessions. But I'll send you the song for sure. Or lugs. Fallen lugs, somebody <laughs> just said. Fallen lugs. You think lugs? Wait, did they use... Uh, why didn't you think of that? Fallen lugs? They say that on the hook? No, they should have, though. Or like, don't sell yourself, just buy some lugs. Fallen lugs. Uh, <laughs> All right, question. All right, we're going to move on to our second round. And the second round, Questlove, is called Picasso, baby. So in this round... I'm going to show you a small piece of an album cover, and you have to identify what the album is by the little cropped version that you see. So here we go. 
First question in the round. It's a metallic silver looking vessel, like a can of some sort, with a yellow background and some torsos contained inside of the silver vessel. What album cover is this? Is it Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty, Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique, Beastie Boys, Ill Communication, or the Beastie Boys Hot Sauce Committee Part 2? That is no doubt A, Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty. They, they talk about the same thing. Hello Nasty is correct. They, uh, they talk about laying in that can in their book. Um, what did you think of the movie, the Apple TV uh, movie that came out? I guess it's hard to keep track of time now because it's a flat circle, but maybe a couple months ago or... No, no, no. It's, 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 it was cool, but the audio book to me was like the hip-hop rabbit, rabbit hole trivia's dream thing. So, I mean, the, there's a lot that they skipped over. So yeah, I prefer the audiobook. Absolutely. I also had the pleasure of getting to go to one of the live events that they did in L.A., uh, I think probably months before they taped the one in New York. And they had Mixmaster Mike involved. He was like DJing throughout it and kind of cutting samples. So I was a little disappointed that they didn't have that in the movie. Because they couldn't but, clear stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yo, all right. Has someone ever got through all these questions uh, stump-free? The closest we have had, and this will warm your heart, We've gotten 14 out of the 15 correct, and two of them are from the extended fam. We had Fonte and Don Will get 14 out of 15. Uh, there's been a few others. Those hip-hop. Okay. Yeah, it's the ant farm. It's your ant farm come to life. There you um, go. <laughs> all right, next question. There's sort of a brown sepia overtone to this photo, and we see something of like a floral on a wall and a checkered shirt in the foreground, and a white car. What album cover is this? Is it Exhibit, Man vs. Machine, Nocturnal, LA Confidential Presents Nocturnal, Snoop Dogg, Murder Was the Case, or The Alcoholics, 21 and Over? That is, oh, I see that shirt. That is C, Snoop Dogg, Murder Was the Case. Murder was the case, and Questlove is correct. What's your take on this DMX Snoop Dogg battle? There's a lot of hot takes going on here. This is going down next week on Versus. You know, I, I read someone to I read someone say today that all that matters is the curation. See, people don't play from a, 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 a place of defense. Like they come in from the gate with the order that they want to come with. And I think that when you do a versus like this, you got to look at your opponent's catalog and figure out which chess move you're going to play. Just because it seems like Snoop is going to be the obvious winner. Right. Um, I don't I don't think he should take that shit lightly. I don't think he should take it lightly at all. So I uh, saw the clip of DMX at Woodstock performing Rough Riders Anthem. And I was like, oh, like. You kind of forget that, like, for a, a brief window, DMX was the biggest artist, like, oh Wait, it's, it's funny, because even when you mention his name, like, when you say DMX's name, the visual in my head is our dressing room was next to his at that Woodstock. No way. And, you know, like, sometimes DMX will make an entrance and sort of like, like, you, like that ominous, like, something's about to happen shit. And you just heard, you heard a pound on the door, like your parents, uh -huh. in, and then the door opens by itself, but you didn't see him, like, pushing it, it's just, like, open, and he says, yo, how come you ain't show Eve No Love on that song? What? <laughs> wow. That that was that was the only what had happened was moment of my entire. I hate what had happened was. I'll just own some shit. But yeah, yeah. It just the door opened by itself. He used this at the door like, yo, how them niggas ain't show no love to evil on that song. It's all well and good until you're communicating with a guy who's speaking part dog, and your right. your, your communication tactics kind of go out the window. Exactly. All right, we're going to move on to our last question in this round. 
We're looking at some sort of desk or table with what appears to be a yellow flower sitting in a vase. There's also a gloved hand that we see in the frame near the foreground. What album cover is this? Is it Method Man's Cacao, Red Man's Muddy Waters, Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP, or Outside is the Bricks? Are you trying to troll me right now? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> one, one, of the, one of the biggest shames that I've had uh, between 97 and like 2000 was that the three records that hung on my wall for platinum and gold uh, were not for my own records. So I know this record very well because Red Man's Muddy Waters was the very first gold record I ever got to hang um, in, in, in my house. Like, hey, I got a gold record. Only and because the intro song, he samples section. Let's listen. I think you're trying to troll me. <laughs> it's not a troll. I'm trying to get you the know, noise out of you. Here. Know, you know this is one of my biggest shames. I didn't know it was a shame. I Listen, you got a plaque. I'm sure you got paid off of it, right? It's not a shame. What's even weirder, what's even weirder is um, the the... Of of the five songs that like I get the most checks from, yeah, because so many people have referenced uh, Beanie Man's Sim uh, Sima. Who got the keys to my Jeep? Like even Missy, who will clear that for work it or right. like whoever's referred to that and cleared it. Like I get a, a check. Or sometimes a gold. So, like in my room, I got platinum and gold records from artists I've never worked with, only because they made a reference or sampled something that refers to Beanie, uh, Beanie's. Uh, yeah, Sim Sima. Who am I? Yeah, it's the reason why Sicko Mode by Travis Scott has forty-eight uh, writers, including all of the Tribe Called Quest and Biggie, because they have the one scratching from "Give Me the Loot" scenario. I'm a bad man. <laughs> That 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 was more, one of my favorite moments at the Grammys last year. Yeah, because asked him, I'm like, okay, so who had to break the news that only ten of you can get a Grammy, <laughs> while the remaining nine couldn't make it? Like, I was like, who who's that person? And, I love and they had to interrupt the game that all of them were playing at, uh, basketball pickup games. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, I'm sorry to. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't trying to troll you. I, I didn't want to trigger anything for you. I, we think it's great, and I can't believe it took me so long to realize that Beanie Man sampled "Respond React." As like one of the biggest Roots fans, I was mad late. Oh, sections, sections. Oh, the, the, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. Like I don't even think there's anything remotely spectacular. Is the second Kamal got his ASR ten. That's the first thing. That's the first patch he ever played. So it was like, okay, let's make a beat real quick. It, it's kind of like an unnecessary part of the beat. No offense. Like it's just like it's like a textural thing. But hey, listen, it it happened. Hey, man. <laughs> it worked. It worked out. Okay, third round. Digging in the crate. This is the sample round. So it's all questions about samples. I'm going to ask you a question, play you a sample, and you have to answer the question about what you hear. First question. Ennio Morricone's The Ecstasy of Gold was interpolated by Jay-Z on this album. I will play you the sample. Oh, God. Oh, stop. <laughs> Yo, man, if he only did the delivery in that non... Uh, what's the Mike Myers character? Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, if he only did that hook in that non-Austin Powers voice, I would have liked it. Um, yeah, that was Blueprint 2, Gift and the Curse. So far, so good. I thought it was a good track. I, I thought it was a I don't like when I don't like when Hove goes to other accents, and I don't like when Hove laughs at you, <laughs> like that Tupac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I hate, I hate, I hate nothing more than that, 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 that smug chuckle that Tupac started that every rapper does just to take up two bar space because they don't have another cadence. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I <feel> no. Like, <laughs> I think that was also like a remnant of the like Pro Tools is now on and popping era where you had like all these tracks that you could do. So it'd be like, oh, you know, like, Anytime I make a reference to something that would make a sound effect, I'm going to make the sound effect. Like, yo, I got helicopters flying by. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell a joke. I'm going to laugh at the joke on the ad lib track. Um, right, exactly. Exactly. All right. So, so far, so good. We're moving on to our second question. Jay Dilla's Wild from the Rough Draft EP samples a recording of comedian writer Neil Ines and his son covering a song made popular by this rock band. Let me play the sample. Rough Draft. Um, do you know the band? Technically, I do. Can I get extra credit if I can correct you? Well, I will point out first that I've written a song made popular by this rock band. But, uh, but well, I can't stump you. <laughs> um, no, it was because of this song. When I, when I, when I first, when we first got this, I don't know why, but I was with Pino Palladino from D'Angelo. And so naturally I was trying to tell everybody that the kid's singing Quiet Riot. Cause you know, I had to explain to people that the song sounds fucked up on purpose. Right. And then Pino Palladino was like, he's like, well, you know that Quiet Riot didn't do uh, Come On Feel The Noise. It's, Quiet Riot covered it from a group called Slade. And at the end, the kid says, and that's my Slade song. So, yes. so basically, yes, it, you're the, the answer. For, Hold on, I wanted to pull it up. The answer for that. making skills upset is um, it's Quiet Riot. And then, uh, <laughs> yo, skills, I'm, yo, can we, all right, can, when you get to episode 100, can me and skills just battle, like, we got my do this on Zoom or some shit. I don't know, but we, we could do it sooner than a hundred. We're we're doing that on Twitch starting very soon. But um, all right, yeah, so, we're all about enraging skills. <laughs> all right, yeah, like when you, <laughs> this is like your version of I can stump a fourth grader. Like we can stump skills. So yes, the answer for the purposes of this game is quiet right. So let's hear that that sample. Come on, listen to it. Uh, no wait, I, I went back too far. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> But it was slain. Yes, you, you yes. are correct. You are correct. All right, we're moving on to the final question in this round. This is an elimination question. Which group has not sampled or interpolated Blacks and Blues by Bobby Humphrey? So I'm going to play you the Bobby Humphrey song in question. Who has not sampled it? Is it Diggable Planets, Brand Nubian, KMD, or Eric B and Rakim? Specifically Blacks and Blues? Specifically this song, Blacks and Blues, correct. Um well, I definitely know that Diggable did it. Um Play it again. I think KMD did it. Mm, okay. I'm going to take an educated guess. Like, I feel like, even though I don't know Eric B and Rakim used it or not, I feel like Rakim can easily flow over a Mizell Brothers production. Mm. Um, But knowing you, you probably know that don't, don't psychoanalyze it too deep. I just knowing you, I know that you know that I know all for one and in God we trust by heart. And I know everything is everything. I know it's not on either of those records. I'm a little spotty on foundation on any album or any other album that's ever come from Brand Nubian. Mm. Well, what does the chat say? What are you guys saying in the chat? Not looking at the chat. He's too big. Okay, I'm sorry I even brought it up. My bad. Because even, even if, like, Skills knew the answer, 
motherfucker would try to. <laughs> well, I would never tell you to listen to Skills. <laughs> I would say, look at look at everybody but Skills. Shut up, Tone. Yo, why why are my so called friends like going against me? Like, I'm still gonna be me even if I lose this game. <laughs> Welcome to the terror dome. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, we stomped him here. He lost his crown. Yeah, uh, and also, not we. You guys didn't do this. This is me. This is me and Steve Wonder. Okay, no, you know they're going to drink your milkshake, man. They're they're going <laughs> to they're they're going to take credit for this. Like yeah. this is a moment for them. All right. Um, look, I know for a fact that Digwell and KMD sampled this. What's up? What's up, uh, uh Steve? Sure, However, all right, man, I'm going to take a guess. And I'm going to be really mad if you stump me on, like, a brand new being record from, like, 2015 that I don't know about. I will say brand new being. All right, let's hear the reveal. We're going to hear it out. KMD used it. Yes. You knew that. The feeling's right. The music. Digable, he's good. Yes, I knew that. This is the moment of truth. Amir, it's about to go down. Brand Nubian is correct. <laughs> you can't tell him nothing. You can't tell him nothing. I got to do the Mary J. Blige. I got to do the Biggie Mary J. Blige thing. <laughs> I gotta go 1994 on y'all. Wow, 94. Shit, he took it there. Thank you. Uh, no, I, I appreciate that, Sean. I, I was like, you're gonna embarrass me out here and bring up some brand new being reunion record that I didn't know about. We we would not do that to you. We would not. We would not do. So we have reached the final round called Times Up. Yeah. Not hashtag Times Up, but you know, just Times Up. Um, so this is how it's gonna go. You are gonna have. 90 seconds to answer five questions in the round of your choice. I'm going to present you with three categories, and you get to pick which one you would like to choose for tonight. Here are tonight's categories. Hip-hop on The Simpsons. Guess how many unique ways Black Thought mentions Philadelphia in a song. Or let's see how well you remember the 2020 Grammy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm curious to see if you have uh I'm from the Tariq is well uh well uh well known for the 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 couplet I'm from the place where <laughs> and it's so like, in, in it, that it, in that round just to give you some clarity I would give you the song in an over and under and you have to tell me if it's over or under the number that it actually is. And then uh, crap, and his other references. He he's he's a, he's the he's the he's the sum total of two, a very uh, well known figure and an obscure figure that you gotta look up. Um, Heavy D and the boys. Oh no, that that was uh, that was Dice. Uh, oh, Cormelli uh, Mel part Van Halen. No, I still like Dice's. Uh, he's part uh, W E B Du Bois and Heavy D and the boys. That's that's the best one ever. <laughs> All right, um, nah, you're not going to trap me on Black Thought. It's your guy. I'm just saying. Got to get the number. Uh, yeah, you would get. You would uh, no. You would. I would tell you. Is it over or under this amount? And you would have to guess. Damn. You don't have to choose that one. No, you might trap me on the only only reek material. No, like the the back of my hand. Is is uh, streams of thought volume one? But this is these are all roots songs. To be fair, these are all roots songs. We're not we're not pulling from the solo material. Let's just have it. Let's just have it. Go ahead. You're the only one who's ever gonna pick this category because everybody else who sees it. We, we did it once at a live show, and and people were afraid to to pick it. But you're in the group with the guy, so you want to do the Black Thought one? Yeah. Or do, Wait or a do you want to? Well, go, go ahead. Or the 2020 Grammys? Wait, I kind of want to do it just so I could... Grammys. No, I'll tell you what. We'll do Grammys, and then afterwards, if you want to do a bonus round that won't count against you, we can do we can do that. All right. Booyaka. So here, 
Go Here's ahead. what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to have 90 seconds to answer this. If you don't know the answer, you can pass and we can come back to it. Hey, if, you, if you answer it and you're wrong, the question is burnt. It's done. Um, okay. You can use the chat, uh, but I know you haven't been too keen on doing that. I ain't um, using They trying to go against me. Okay. I have OC's time's up here, time's in 90 seconds. So when the time is up on OC, your time will be up. Questlove is going for, let's see how well you remember the 2020 Grammys. Are you ready to go, Questlove? Hit me. And they're not multiple choice either. Here we go. This old school group performed their 80s crossover hit single at the ceremony with Aerosmith. Run DMC. That is correct. Which hip-hop artist had the most nominations in 2020? We'll use hip-hop loosely as well. Uh, the country done in, the country boy. <laughs> What's his name? It, it's an amalgamation of three rap names. Nas, Little Nas X. That is correct. All right. This album won best rap album. Oh, God. Who won best rap album this year? I was it in the was, audience. Ah, was, Tyler. Tyler is correct. All right. Um, this rapper presented the award for album of the year. Not Drake. This rapper. Pass. All right. Name three artists who performed in the tribute to Nipsey Hussle. John Legend. We the best. Wow. We the best. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Correct. John Legend, DJ Khaled. They also won. The time is up. Do you have it on the tip of your tongue or no? Um, Meek Mill was behind me. Meek Mill? Meek Mill is correct. I will give it to you. Meek Mill was part of the performance. Woo! All right. And to answer your question, the one that you didn't get was LL Cool J uh, presented album of the year at, at the awards. I was going to lick my lips to give you like a... I, I left by then. <laughs> of course you did. All right. Uh, Questlove, I'm going to total up your score here, but uh, no matter what, I want you to know that you are a champion in our eyes. While I do this, my question to you, the last question we always like to ask people is, who would you challenge to come on this show next? Who do you skills. think is some... We had skills already. We, 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 skills again. Skills again. All right. Make, make super friends. Bring all of them. Me versus all three of them. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm totaling up the score here. 13 out of 15 right. Not bad. Not bad at all. Let me let me tell you who, who you're sort of in in uh in cahoots with there in that category. Um, Thirteen out of fifteen, you're rubbing shoulders with. It's the real, Dante Ross, House Shoes, Scratch Bastard, Lyric Jones, Dart Adams, your best friend, Mad Skills, uh, Open Mike Eagle, Kathy Ian Dolly. You're right there. You're it's listen. It's a very it's an esteemed circle of people. And Start open my eagle, all them, all minus skills. A. No. <laughs> Do we have time? Do you have time to answer some yeah, questions from the chat? Yes. Uh, okay, let, let, let's get into it. And by the way, thank you again for coming on. We'd love to have you back at a certain point. Like you know, we this, this was a lot of fun, and you are definitely the type of person who we made this game for. Wait, but um, who, who who's in fourteen? Who who got fourteen? I'll tell you the fourteens. Don Will from Tanya Morgan. Of course. Uh, Fonte. Of course. Uh, comedian and writer Joe DeRosa. Uh, he, he's, he's a bit of a hip-hop tape head. Uh, the rapper Merce is up there. And track star the DJ from Run the Jewels is also, uh, he did well. And J.E., the producer who did all of Nelly's first album. He, he also... Okay. Sorry okay. about that. All right. That pause for a second. All right. Let's see uh, if we um, what kind of questions we have. Uh, this is the most important question: Is the mythical new album still going to be called Endgame? 
It's not a mythical album. I can go in the room and start playing out joints right now. You won't do it. Come on. <laughs> I will, I swear. I will. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and now that we're back in the building, a, a, a big reason why, um, you know, that I let four months go by is this the first time I've been in the building where my studio is. Mm. So if we're a little bit closer. Like, I think the last I heard, there were like 300 tracks or 300 songs. Um, as far as tracks are concerned, yeah, we're way past three. We're damn near in 400 lane. I mean, it's just a matter of stopping and then right. just straight up, you know, saying this: these are the 15 we're going to roll with. But then we actually started writing to the process of starting writing to these joints like a month ago. Is Salam Remy still like in the mix, or like, I know at one point he was uh, producing some of, some of the joints are on there. Yeah. All right. Like, like when we first started, we had a big giant in-game camp where we just lived at like voodoo style, lived at Electric Lady for like a month, and yeah. some days with the internet, some days with Salam, some days with Kareem Riggins. Yeah. Some days with Ninth, you know, just did all that. All right, all right. We're, we're on the lookout for it, for sure, because it's been a minute. Um, all right, I'm pulling up uh, what else we have here. Uh, who are some new artists that you're digging this year? Like, are you are you DJ every single night? For so How many hours are you at in the DJ, uh, like, like log at this point? You've got to be over – it's got to be I, over 100. I know that – I think uh, tonight, as soon as I drive home up to the farm, I think uh, we're – we're close to 75 shows, I think. So are you listening to a lot of new stuff? I know a lot of your stuff is, you know, you're doing like Shaka Khan nights or these are yeah, all like... You know, I mean, I, I force myself to listen. Like right now, um, I mean, it's new to a lot of people that uh, get their music and information from like other people. Right now... I'm listening to because you know you you also got to figure in with, with with Gracie in the 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 picture. Um, I never I never had to share my music taste. I never had someone to challenge me on my music taste. Sure. So it's like the second I get in the car, you know, I'm looking like is this good enough for you? So she's like really into like African African music, African house music, and that stuff. So. You know, it's almost like we have a deal like every other day. Like she gets to control the radio and then I got it. Like that's that's part of our thing. But we she and I are in love with the, the, the new Salt record. So good. So I'm good. in love with the Salt record. I'm in love with uh, Cleo Soul's uh, new album. You know, yeah. and, like, on the low, I am hella jealous. I yo, I like that new Hames joint. The hand joint is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yo, the way they mix that shit, and I, yo, for real, like, I, I hit Estee, like, maybe three days after the joint came out, and she was like, this, this is the compliment that we love the most. Like, and I'm not saying that, oh, I ex didn't expect to like a hand, the Hame record, but it's, it's well-produced. The shit, like, it's dirty. It's like, it's yeah. dirty. Some shit I never expected. So, the production was amazing. Well, listen, I think our time is about to run out here on the old Insta clock, but um, I just want to thank you again so much for coming on the show. Uh, what a great set of stories! Expect nothing less. I know we could have you back, and we would have different questions and 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 you know a, a litany of stories. So you know we appreciate everything you're doing. I know, and on some real shit, like you DJing every night on Instagram has at times been the only wonderful thing to happen in like the days. So I know I'm not the only one to speak. Much appreciated. Uh, on that. I yeah. think it's, it's, it's my pleasure. We're, we're on some, we're in a new era right now and it's, it's getting weirder by, by the day. I mean, now like, you know, but I'm here for that. This, this, this completes me too. Oh, damn. Shecky's on here. John Shecky. Shecky, I think we need Shecky on the show. We talked to him a oh, little bit. Oh, you definitely need John Shecky on the show, man. Come on, Sheck. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but no, just in the same way, you know, I, I, I'm sure it's the same thing for you too. Doing a show like this, we we're not we don't do this every night like you because we're not insane like you are. But you know, we, we do it a few nights a week, and uh, just having you know having routine and purpose has been really great. And you know, I'm sure that you've sort of experienced that too with just having the DJ sets every night to to sort of focus on doing something. So it, it's been great. I appreciate it. Well, up, I'm sorry, Seth Erzak. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, shout out to Diallo. We're going to have Diallo on next week, I believe. He's going to be right. on Monday, I guess. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Questlove, thank you so much. Be safe. We'll love to have you back soon. And uh, keep on doing it. Sweet. Thank you, man. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Peace. Hey, Peace guys. <laughs> man, I want to give such a big shout out to Questlove for not only doing the show when he did this back in the summer of 2020, but for being a very frequent supporter and advocate for the questions. Really appreciate it. And we are going to make this showdown between him and Mad Skills happen. And I don't care what episode it actually winds up being, we are going to call it the grand 100th episode, even though we're far beyond 100 now that we've had to reschedule it. It doesn't matter. That's what we're doing. Speaking of support, want to give a big shout out to everybody who's been supporting the questions. Make sure that you share the show if you like it. Leave a comment on the Apple Podcast, review it. All that stuff really helps. If you want to support us through our Patreon, you can find us on Patreon or find a link to it at questionshiphop.com. Along with links to our social media channels and a way to sign up for our email list, which is always a good thing because you never know when one of these social media networks is going to go down. Maybe forever. Rest in peace to MySpace. Anyway, The Questions is hosted, produced, and written by Sean Kantrowitz. That's me. Additional writing for this episode was also by DJ Steve Wonder. The song's theme is by Midas the Beast and Czarism. The Questions is a proud member of the Stony Island Audio Network, so be sure that you check out all of the other excellent hip-hop-themed programming on the network. We'll see you next time. Peace. Stony Island Audio.